Welcome to Power for Your Living podcast with Prophet Daniel Amwating, a timely, inspirational, and revelational message to restore your life and destiny. This message gives you the power to live your best life given to you by God. Now, to today's message. Do you love Jesus? Lift up your two hands away. Father, we thank you. Jesus, we magnify you. You are the King of Kings, the Lord of all lords. There is no one like you, Jesus. Wherever you are, wave your hands to Jesus. Bless the name of the Lord. Give him praise. For unto you shall the gathering of the people be. We vow to give you the glory. We vow to give you the praise, Jesus. Because you are great. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, your love. In Jesus' mighty name. For the entrance of thy word, give a light. It give an understanding to the simple. By your special grace, I reach forth into the heart of my hearers this day, and I make eternal deposit in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the anointed that makes preaching easy and hearing a delight. We vow to give you the glory. We receive testimonies, miracles, signs, and wonders. And we vow again and again to declare that you alone will do what no man can do. In Jesus' mighty name, and everyone shouted a living amen. Will you clap for Jesus? Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Amen. All right. I'm excited to be with you. I know you guys forced me to be here, but <laughs> you remember the Bible said one day Jacob wanted to marry. No, Jacob wanted to marry, and the father in law deceived him. And then he said, If you want Rachel, you have to work for another seven years. No, when I came here, I wanted grace. And I said, pray for me for grace. The prophet came and said that if I want the grace, I have to come for seven more years. So this is my second seven years. Amen. Can we celebrate Prophet Daniel? <laughs> Hallelujah. The grace of God is upon his life. And I remember growing up, he would only talk about two things. He would talk about cars and you go out to preach. And he was in maybe grade four or five. He would go to marketplaces and preach. And when he came, he would talk about cars. When he was praying in tongues, his tongues was koto, 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 koto. Amen. Koto, koto. He said, if you told him to pray in any, any topic at all, koto, 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 koto. Amen. But I think he was talking to his angels then. Can we celebrate grace, please? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God bless you for having me. And I celebrate all the pastors in the house. Can we clap for them and celebrate them? Hallelujah. And God bless all the church workers. I keep saying that God will always find a nice way of saying thank you. You can never outgive God. Whatever you do for him, he will do more for you. Let's celebrate all the church workers again. God bless you. God bless you. And you, can you also celebrate yourself for being here? Hallelujah. Go ahead and take your seat, please. Amen. I think the next time I'm coming to Ghana, I won't tell anybody. I'll just come and go. 
because as I every day I have to preach and but for by strength shall no man prevail it is not by mind or by power so the body is tired but the spirit does not get tired so have no doubt that you'll be blessed today are you sure amen just decide the bible said they go from strength to strength every one of them that appeared in zion and when you come to church although you are in a building called power of worship in the realm of the spirit you are not in power of worship you have come to mount zion the city of the living god you have come to innumerable company of angels so you came in your car by the moment you enter this atmosphere we are on a mountain where there are spiritual possibilities so just imagine and see yourself you are not imagining so that it will be but because it is you are imagining it and you are going to collide with the forces of heaven and one encounter with god will change your life the truth of the matter is that the devil is tormenting many lives are you with me and many people need an encounter from god Many people need just one touch from heaven. And there is a God who is willing and more than able to do for you what you can ever imagine for yourself. The psalmist said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from when cometh my help. Now, the hills from which cometh your help is the hill we have come to. It's called the hill of God. We are on a mountain to receive help from God. In this side of God's eternity, you will need a spirit to help you. You cannot win the war or the battle and succeed alone. For by strength shall no man prevail. And as we engage the word of God and prayer, the prophet said, Tuesdays we pray. So we are going to build our faith and we'll pray prayers of faith. As we are praying, make sure you engage something. Make sure you take delivery of something because there's a God who can help you. Psalm 61 verse 2. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Yes, you are the Lord Most High. Just wave your hands one moment. Most High. Yes, you are the Lord. Just wave your hands. Let's celebrate Jesus. Most High. Yes, you are the Lord. Yes, you are.
tongues. If you cannot just speak in any, lang- any language you understand, begin to pray. Yes, begin to set up your spirit right now. Marunga Vrahadas. Overwhelmed, there's a rock which is higher than you are, and at times, situations of life will make your heart overwhelmed. You have done everything, you have tried everything, and you don't know what to do again, and your heart is overwhelmed. The Bible said, The answer is to the rock who is higher than you. Now, spiritually, Jesus is a rock because the Bible said that. When the Israelites were moving from Egypt to the promised land, they got to a place where they were thirsty. And God told Moses, Moses, hit the rock. The second time, God said, this time don't hit the rock, speak to the rock. And the Bible said, when Moses did that, water came out of the rock. Not knowing that the rock Moses hit was Christ the rock. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 4. I don't know, there's somebody... You had a dream, a very disturbing dream last night. Actually, that's why you came. It's not two people I'm seeing. I see one person. It's you. Because I'm very disturbing. Come and sit on my chair. Because the spirit didn't want you to come. So as I'm preaching, I see that they are angry and they had the door. And God said, I should make sure just last night, And they did drink. Start from verse 1. The devil is a liar. And Say the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Moreover, brethren, I would will, I will know that you should be ignorant. How that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. And they were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And they did all eat the same spiritual meat. And they all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. Amen. Mm. Can you imagine that when the Israelites were walking and you saw them in the realm of the spirit, a rock was following them. <laughs> if I told you that you are not alone, that wherever you go, there's a rock, he follows you. Amen. Your fear will vanish. Amen. Can you imagine? You see, when you see the politicians or somebody who has money with their bodyguards, 
At times, people want to attack them, and I'm not want to attack them. But when they see a bodyguard, That's right. they begin to back off. But our bodyguard is more than a man. The Bible said, a rock followed them. There is a rock. He follows you wherever you go. There's a rock who follows you. There is a living, talking rock who follows you. Now, the mystery about it is that the rock does not only follow you. You are inside the rock. Because the Bible said, the rock is what? Christ. And the Bible said, if any man be in Christ... So when I sleep, at times I forget to pray. But I'm not afraid. You know why? I sleep in the Christ. (laughs) If only you be conscious. The foundation for all expression is in consciousness. Till you are conscious of the revelations and the truth of scripture. Your help can come, but it might delay or it will be little. If you can only be conscious, never forget this statement. That's my favorite statement. The foundation for all expression is in consciousness. Having to realize that when you drive in a Benz, that day, every day, you see 25 Benz in town. It's a mystery. When you wear a blue shirt, it seems that everybody wore blue the, the same. But yesterday, there were blue people wearing blue shirt. You never notice. So you express blue. Then suddenly, you begin to express blue. The foundation for all expression is in consciousness. What you are not conscious of, it can be by you, you will never know. That's right. Hagar is crying to God. My son is dying. My son is dying. Get me water. God said, what is wrong? The Bible said, and he opened his eyes and there was water right where she was crying. Water was there, but she was not conscious of the water. Can I tell you that there's water around you? Your miracle is around you. Your testimony is by you. And today your eyes open in the name of Jesus. And a rock followed them and that rock was Christ. So the old Christians used to sing the song, I am under the rock. The rock is higher than I. Jehovah hides me, hides me under the rock. Go tell my enemies that I am under the rock. Okay. You see, the old Christians know how to sing, but the young Christians, you know how to sing. Then sing, let me see. I am under the rock. Let's go. The rock is
you something? When you drive today, when you travel, your car will be very heavy. They can't topple your car. Amen. Do you know why? You enter the car with a rock. That's right. You enter the car with a rock. No devil can turn over your car. Amen. Because you sat in that taxi, that Uber, that Trotro. No devil can overturn that car. In the name of Jesus. I demand your preservation. Amen. I demand your preservation. Amen. I demand your preservation. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. John 5, verse 1 to 5. I want it in the NIV. I want to tell you something about how to deal with the cares. But I want to stare you off before I get there. I'll, when I get there, I'll say some few things, then we begin to pray. Prophet said we should pray, so we are going to pray. If you don't like prayer, today you like prayer. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for a feast of the Jews. Jesus went for a feast. He didn't go to heal the sick. He went for a feast. Went for a party. Christmas party. Now there is in Jerusalem near the sheep gate a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonies. Next verse. Here, great, here a great number of disabled people used to lie. The blind, the lame, and the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. Sick for 38 years. Next verse. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? That is one of the most strangest verses I read in the Bible and very illogical questions I hear from the mouth of Jesus. But the more I walk with Jesus, I realize that in the industry of the church, in the factory of the church, not everyone who is sick wants to get well. Not everyone who came to church wants to get well. How do you know, pastor? Because the Bible said the pool was called Bethesda. Bethesda means, anytime you see Beth in the Bible, Beth is house. Okay, and you're reading your Bible, you see Beth. Bethlehem, house of something. And it Beth, Beth's faith is house of something. So anytime you see Beth, it's house of something. So Bethesda is house of mercy. Bethlehem is house of bread. Bethfaith, house of the fake. Every Beth you see is house of something. So this is free education. <laughs> Amen. So the people came to a pool called the house of mercy, Bethesda. And the Bible said only sick people who wanted healing came there. So if somebody was sick and he was by the pool, the only reason it was because he's waiting for the angel to come, stir the water and fall in and get well. So it's assumed that everyone there must be there to be well. But Jesus, the son of God, comes and somebody has been there for 38 years and Jesus said, are you sure you want to get well? You are by the pool and you have been lying by this pool for 38 years. Sir, do you want to get well? I am sure the disciples, Peter especially, or Judas, they were asking Jesus, what is wrong with you? The person was carried from his house and he's been here for 38 years. And you're asking the question, do you think this is tourist attraction? <laughs> when, now, do you want to get well? What is the answer? Is it yes or no? True or false? No, no. The answer is supposed to be yes or no. So the guy should say that, yes, I want to get well. Or no, I, want, I don't want to get well. 
But the guy's answer proved that he didn't want to get well. Very simple question by Jesus. Do you want to get well? The guy started talking plenty. He said, sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool. When the water is there, while I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Did he answer Jesus' question? Jesus is asking, do you want to get what the guy started complaining? I want to tell you one thing. This service, today, for the rest of the service, for the end of the year, decide, be determined that you want to get well. Amen. Somebody said, if your faith says yes, God will not say no. Determine the time of your encounter. Don't be around the pool pretending you want to get well. And everybody is worried for you. But you are not ready to get well because when you go to a doctor, I'm sure some of us, not if, not if, not everybody, most of us, you have been to a place where the doctor gave you medication but you didn't take the medication. Uh, hello? The doctor said one morning, one afternoon, one evening. You just took the evening one and slept. Then you came back to the doctor. The doctor said, the thing is not going. And yet you did not keep the instruction of the doctor. But you want to decide. Like Jesus said. Jesus' mother said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. If you want wine, then just do what he told you. Now whatever it is that you want from God, make sure you just determine that whatever he tells you to do, you are going to do. And the second reason to position yourself to take no for an answer is that you come to a place where you don't care what Jesus is saying. You don't care what the devil is saying. You don't care what the environment is saying. You only care about your miracle. I'll tell you what happened in Matthew 15, verse 21. A woman came to Jesus one day and said, Jesus, my daughter has been vexed with the devil. And what happened? You know Jesus? You know Jesus? Jesus is a good man. He's a good guy. He's a good God. He, he's very gentle. He never misbehaves. And look at what happened here. I'm trying to stir your faith so that when we pray one prayer, something will be loose in this place. Leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. So Jesus moved from people. Mm-hmm. And the woman was monitoring Jesus because when Jesus left town, the woman followed Jesus into his secret place. And the Bible said, a Canaanite woman from that vicinity came to him crying, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is suffering terribly from demon possession. Give me King James now. That was a prayer request to us. Talk to me. True. The woman is praying to Jesus. My daughter needs a miracle. And some of you didn't come for your daughter, you came for yourself. You came for a business deal, you came for an encounter, whatever it is. Like this woman, he's met Jesus face to face. My daughter needs a miracle. And behold, a woman, next verse please. And he answered her, not a word. You can talk to Jesus, facing Jesus. And for one month, two months, some of you prayed 31st last year. And we are in December the 7th. And he has answered you, not a word. Jesus! At least be polite and talk to me. If you don't give it to me, let me know. The Bible said, Jesus answered her not a word to make matters worse. His disciples came and besought him saying, send her away. For she cried after us. What happened? But he answered and said, 
I am not sent but unto the lordship of the house of Israel. So number one, Jesus does not answer you. When you keep pushing, he gives you an answer you don't like. Hello? Hi. Many people, prophet, if they had been consistent with their prayer and not giving up, there will be testimonies today. Because when they prayed and they didn't say anything, they gave up. They tried different things, then they came back. But this woman said, I'm living with an answer or I'm not living anywhere. If it will take me 35 and a half years, Jesus, you will have to help me today. I don't care your disposition, I came to take. That's right. So Jesus said that, I was not sent to you. I came to the Israelites, you were a Canaanite, I didn't come for you. So the best option for the woman is that, God does not like me, I don't know what I've done. Alright, it's okay. Hey, daughter, I don't know, maybe the daughter was called uh, Abigail. Abigail, let's go home. The woman had an option to go with the daughter. The woman said, Jesus, I know you didn't come to the Lordship, but I came for my miracle. Who you came for does not matter. What I came for matters. That's right. My goodness. Then, she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. Many people, when they get a no from God, instead of worshipping, they complain. The woman, having received a no, and he had an opportunity, a good time to whine and complain and say, I don't know what to do now. The woman now went to a step further and started worshipping. Her disposition became better than previously. No matter your situation and how many months and years you have been praying, no matter the answer you got from Jesus, make sure you move to the next level where you get into a worship posture. And look at what happened. I was thinking the worship posture would just do the trick. But the answer said, it is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. Now, Jesus made the matters worse that you are not a child, you are a dog. I think that was the last part for the woman to just move that. Enough, I have tried. You didn't answer me. First answer, not good. And now you are insulting me on top. I can't take it any longer. But the woman said, I don't care about the insult. What I care about is my testimony. Now look at the, the woman's answer. And she said, truth, Lord. Yet the dogs, the woman said, you said, you call me a dog. But I agree, I don't care. You can call me any names, but dogs still eat. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Now look at what happened. Next verse. Jesus, who did he want to perform the miracle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Oh woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee. As thou willest. I thought Jesus, you are not sent to people like this. But Jesus, the Bible said, God is not the man that he changed his mind. But that day, God broke his protocol and changed his mind. If your faith will be alive, God can break protocols, which he has not broken for years. Jesus was not ready to change his mind, but that day, he said that, me, you are a dog. Dogs are not ready for this testimony, but according to your faith, let it be so. Can I prophesy to you? Prophesy. In the name of Jesus, My God. let it be done for you according to your faith. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. What the angels are saying is not time. By your faith, I fast forward in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. I heard a story about Ora Roberts, great healing evangelist. He went to pray for sick people. And after the service, one woman came with the son and said, Sir, my son was supposed to get healed today. The, the man of God said, What did you say? He said that my son was supposed to get healed today. Pray for my son. He said that, Oh, the anointing is gone. 
but my son is still supposed to get you today. The man said, I, I don't have the anointing for the faith. Come for tomorrow's service. The woman said, no. You do the praying, I will do the believing. So the man of God said, okay, be healed. And nothing happened, so they closed the service, they went home. Tomorrow, the first person to give the testimony was the woman's son. The boy could not talk. But when the man of God prayed, the woman did the believing. They got home, and the boy started talking. There is a force called faith inside you. My God. If from today you can release it, anything is possible. Amen. I said anything is possible. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, I said I want to talk to you about the curse. In the universe of God on this planet, every form of attack can be categorized into only three things. I repeat, every form of attack, it might be marriage, finances, Whatever it is, it is only three things manifesting in different forms. So if you can have an idea and deal with the source, you can affect many of the manifestations. Are you with me? Don't forget that this life is spiritual. Things happen in the realm of the spirit before they manifest. Isaiah 24 verse 17. Oh, glory. Are you blessed? as we preach and we teach the power of God is coming over your life so you might be there pain in your body the anointing will heal you don't wait for the end of the service but in this atmosphere that burden that depression an answer will come to you say fear shout it fear fear the pit the pit and the snare and the snare say fear fear the pit the pit and the snare and the snare fear fear the pit the pit and the snare and the snare can i get three people please fear the pit and the snare he said fear the pit and the snare are upon thee o inhabitants of the earth oh the people on the earth what are upon you? Only three things. Unless you don't live on the earth. But if you live on the earth, there are only three things upon you. Number one is fear. Number two, the pit. Number three, the snare. It's like if I tell you, Ghanaians, ye levy is upon you. <laughs> if you live in America, you don't pay, ye levy. But if you are in Ghana, ye levy. He said, if you are on the earth, three things are upon you. Fear, the pit, and the snare. Only three things. Can I get that in the NIV? I show you are here. Everyone on this planet, only three things attack you. Only three things. The fear, the pit, and the snare. Say, terror and the pit and the snare await you. Oh, people of the earth. Do you live in, on, on planet Pluto? No. Mars? No. Jupiter? No. Are you on the earth? Yes. How many things are with you? Three yes. things. Fear, the pit, and the snare. Interesting. And you cannot escape all of them. You can escape one, but the other one will catch you. Go back to King James for me. Mahova hmm. has. Fear, and the pit, and the snare are upon you, O inhabitants of the earth. Next verse. Next verse. And it shall come to pass that he who fleeth from the noise of the fear. So, if I manage to move from the noise of the fear, what will happen? He said, he shall fall into the pit. Ha, da, 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 da. So, this guy is on the earth. He, he's on the earth. 
then the power of the fear is called noise. I will explain to you in a moment. The guy manages to pull from the noise of the fear and said, ah, finally I'm free. He said, do you know what will happen? You are going to fall into the pit. Now this guy manages to come out of the pit. And he that cometh up out of the midst of the pit shall be taken into a snare. So I thought I escaped trouble last year. I thought I escaped the next one. So it seems like every day there's one trouble after the another. Why? Three things are upon the earth. The fear, the pit, and the snare. When you escape one, one is waiting for you. When you escape the second, the third is waiting for you. I had leg pains. I got healed. Then my knees. I got healed. Then my waist. I got healed. Then my... Jesus. I come against the fear, Amen. the pit, Amen. and the snare Amen. in the name of Jesus. Ah. No, no, no. God did not create the universe this way. That's right. It was not his plan, his purpose. But an enemy has done this. And it shall come to pass that he that will flee from the noise of the fear shall fall into the pit. And he that cometh out of the midst of the pit shall be taken into the snare. For the windows from on high are open and the foundations of the earth do shake. If I go to the end, I will explain to you how this world will end and collapse. Yes, it's, it's there, but that's not our attention today. But prophet, he said, fear the pit and the earth if you dwell on the earth. Can I tell you something? He repeats the same verse verbatim in Isaiah 48, verse 43. It's interesting. Mm. Say, I escape fear. I escape fear. Please, listen to me. Your faith does the miracle. So when I say, I escape fear, try and do some. Because just by doing that, a miracle can happen. That's right. Don't wait for any special time of the service. Because the whole service is special. Uh. 43, please. Go house. 43. There's no idea. 48, 43. All right. Go back to Isaiah 24 for me. Glory be to God. 24, verse 70. Go to verse 17. Fear, the pit and the snare are upon thee, O inhabitants of the earth. And the one who escaped this one will fall into this one. Do you remember that there was a man called Joseph? He used to live with his father, mom, and the brothers, 11 brothers. And when Joseph, carrying the course of many colors, used to live in his house, the guy was full of fear. Do you know why? His brother said, one of these days will kill him. So when the father will send the brothers, he will keep Joseph at home. Because the father realized that there is a being called fear which is manifesting through the brothers against him. So the father decided to protect him. But one day, the father said, your brothers need some help. So go. When Joseph was going, the voice of fear was following him. But he managed to overcome the fear. When he got there, what did they do to him? They put him inside a pit. He escaped fear. He managed to overcome the fear. Do you know that some people, their problem is not the devil. 
the devil has already painted a picture to them that the next business day they can't take the step. Fear is telling them, if you go, you will die. You will lose the money. You won't get the job. You are about to die. They will have a dream. The dream is not true. The, the devil only showed you a picture to put fear in you. So some people are in bondage just by fear. It's called the noise of the fear. And how does it come? It speaks to your mind. It's your mind. Maybe. Some, do you know, some people have gone to their funerals and come back. How? They were just sitting in their couch and they saw an announcement of an obituary. The moment they saw that, they said, hey, me too, when I die, who will come? Where will they bury me? And they saw themselves in the coffin. They have managed fear. Fear came to them. And just because of the fear, suddenly they begin to take medications. Because when they read on Google that, hey, this is the sign of COVID-35. Fear. It's called the noise of fear. This guy escapes the pit, Joseph, thinking that it's over. There was a trap. When the brother said, now, nah, let's take the guy out of the pit. He was thinking that finally I didn't die. I'm happy. They took him into slavery. It was a trap. And inside the slavery, do you know what happened? There was a woman called Potiphar's wife. What did he do? He trapped Joseph. The wife of Potiphar trapped Joseph and put Joseph in prison. So the guy escaped fear, entered the pit, entered prison by the trap. Only three things are upon you. But the God who made sure Joseph survived the fear, Jesus. the pit and the snare, that God is making you survive right now. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Say, I escaped the fear. I escaped the fear. Say, I escaped the pit. I escaped the pit. I escaped the snare. I escaped the snare. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, don't forget what he said. These three things are upon you, O inhabitants of the earth. So if I live on the earth, these things are upon me. Prophet, what if I leave planet earth? So talk to me. It is snowing in New York. So I'm cold. When I was coming, I picked a jacket because it was cold. But the moment I landed at Kotoka, nobody told me to take the jacket off. Why? I have escaped the chilly weather of New York because I've entered another atmosphere. So he said that those who dwell on the earth, three things are upon you. What if there's a way to escape the earth? I can escape the fear. I can escape the pit and the snare. So the Bible gave us the answer in Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So, no, go. He that dwelleth, he said that, the dwellers on the earth, fear, the snare, the pit and the snare. But he said that, you can decide to leave the earth and live in the shadow of the Almighty the secret place of the Almighty. When you dwell there, you escape this. Uh, you, you find out. Go to stand 91. You see that you talk about the fear, the pit, and the snare. In, that was it. The purpose of Psalm 91 is to solve the three problems of life. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Next verse. We are reading. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. The most important part of that verse is what you say of the Lord. Many people don't ever say of the Lord. He said, I will say of the Lord. He is mine. He is. What do you say of the Lord? Now you know that there is fear. You know that there is a pit. There is a snare. That is not a problem. 
what you say of the Lord translate you into the secret place of the Most High. So David said, me, I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge. Refuge is a, a fortress, a big place, a resting place. So just by speaking, you are translated into a secured place. My God in him will I trust. Now what will happen? Surely, he will deliver thee from the snare. I told you. He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler. Only three things. He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. The snare manifests pestilence, deadly diseases. But I'm not going to talk about the manifestations. I'm talking about the foundations. Surely, he, he shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. Next. You shall not be afraid for the terror. What is the terror? Fear. He said, what God is going to do is that he will deliver you from the snare. Then he will set you free from the terror. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night. Terror is a being. Terror. There's a being in the realm of the spirit. He's called terror. They fly by night. And he has a twin brother. It's called an arrow. They fly in the daytime. Second Timothy 1 verse 7 said that you did not receive the spirit of fear. It means that fear is a spirit. Fear is more than an emotion. So when you are afraid, there is a being. Anytime fear visits you, they don't go alone. They come in threes. Anytime fear is following you, the pit and the snare are behind. I repeat. Anytime fear comes to you, snare and the pit, they follow. All right. A snare is just a trap. A trap. Okay. I'll break it down. Don't worry. I'll break it down. So when you are afraid and you don't deal with the fear, just know that the pit and the snare will take care of you. But if you can master the fear, these guys can't work. You neutralize them. So, clap for Jesus. So, do you know that the first thing God ever spoke to any man he met, do you know the first word? Fear not. That's the first word. Anytime God met anyone, fear not. Because God knows that if you don't overcome your fear, these guys will finish you. But if you can overcome the fear, you are safe and secure. Yeah. So, in the Bible, we have 365 fear nots, one for each day. Every day you need one fear not. 365 days, every one day you need one fear not. Fear not. Because if you can deal with fear not, you take care of the pit and the snare, the trap. But some people are full of fear. When they see a cockroach, hey. The doctors call, hey. Somebody walks in, hey. You are afraid of your own shadow. Today you are delivered from fear. Amen. I said you are delivered from fear. Amen. I had a church member and I called him. I called her one day and the phone was ringing. She couldn't pick. So the answering machine started talking to me. said that. I'm afraid I couldn't pick your call. I listened. I said, I, I, leave, I left a message. I said that, if you didn't pick my call, why should you be afraid? Is it by four? Make sure you change your voicemail. <laughs> Later on, she called me back and said, I've changed it. Because if you cannot pick the call, why should you be afraid? Don't borrow the language of the world and sin. And the devil will say, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid I will die early. I'm afraid I will lose the contract. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Say, I refuse to fear. I refuse to fear. I'm building your faith. Right. And it's rising. Say, I refuse to fear. I refuse to fear. Say, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night. 
Go back, go back. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day. So he showed us the fear and the snare, a trap, a trap. Now the trap is not the one they used to capture grass cutter. In this life, there are traps. At times, just driving out of your house is a trap. There are things you just have to sleep. At times, even a food can be a trap. Your friend can be a trap. The devil can plant somebody around you. Traps, it manifests in different forms. But you don't have to now fish them out. Know what it is. Whatever it is, it is a trap. If you can fix it, you take off every other thing. He said, that shall not be, nor for the pestilence that walked in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted a new day. What will happen? A thousand shall fall at your side. What is fall? A pit. You fall into what? A pit. So when he said, a thousand shall fall at your side, he was saying that when you make the Lord your secret place, whilst others are falling inside the pit, you'll be standing. He said, a thousand shall fall into the pit at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near thee. So in Psalm 91, you have solved fear, you have solved the trap, the snares, you have fixed the pit. Next verse. Mm. Only with your eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Why? Because some people will still be on the earth and fear will be attacking them. The pit will be attacking them. The trap will be attacking them. But you will be living heaven on the earth. Why? You dwell in the secret place of the most High, And these beings are supposed to affect those on the earth. But you left the earth a long time ago. That's right. Next verse. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, your habitation. You can make God your habitation. If you make the earth your habitation, you are in trouble. Find a way to make God your habitation. And how? The first thing is that, what do you see of the Lord? David said, my house address is called God. God is my refuge. Refuge is a building. So God is my house address. Just by saying that you make God your habitation. He said, there shall no evil before thee. Now, after talking about the fear, the terror, and the pity, he calls all of them evil. Every form of evil came from only three things. Either the fear, the pit, or the snare. He said, there shall no evil before thee. Neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. Why near your dwelling? Not your house, physical house address, but where you live, the habitation of God, the dwelling place of God. He said that over there, no evil can come near your dwelling. Mm, clap for Jesus. For, for, for. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all your ways. Next. And they shall bear thee up in their hands, lest you dash thy foot against a stone. Because the pit, the snare, they are on the earth. But God said, have a way, a technology to lift you. So whilst others are tripping and falling, you'll be just watching and watching. Lift up your right arm. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I come. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Right now. Right now. I say. I say. Of the Lord. Of the Lord. He's my refuge. He's my refuge. My fortress. My fortress. My dwelling place. My dwelling place. My habitation. My habitation. I escape. I escape. The fear. The fear. The pit. The pit. And the trap. And the trap. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every arrow. Every arrow. Every terror. Every terror. I escape. I escape. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thou shall tread upon the lion and the other. The young lion and the dragon shall thou trample under feet. Meaning, the lion, the dragon, they are under your feet because you are elevated. 
Next verse. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he had known my name. Now, the second thing you want to do is that don't take God for granted. Don't be a religious Christian. Loving God is a refuge. Loving God is a security. He said that because he loves me or she loves me, decide to love God genuinely. Just loving God is a refuge. Do you know how Solomon protected the wives she married? Because the guy was powerful and he had everything. All the wives, he built castles for them. What if you marry to God, the king of kings? Will he build a castle and protect you? Yes, emphatically yes. Make sure that you don't play religion and just be a church goer. He said that, me, I just want my breakthrough. If not for breakthrough, me, I don't take church. No, no, God is watching. Make sure you love God genuinely. When it's time for prayer, you do it because you love God. When we are worshiping, you worship because you love God. Just by doing that, you escape from the earth. You escape from the fear. Escape the pit. And you escape the snare. In the name of Jesus. Amen. There is a protective power in loving God. The Bible said, For we know all things work together for them that love God. Just loving God is powerful. He said, He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble and I will deliver him and honor him just by loving. Two keys to escape the earth. I will say of the Lord. When you get up in the morning, say the Lord is my refuge. Now, to make it practical, David told us Psalm 91, but the guy was practicing this lifestyle. David knew about the terror, the fear, and the, the, the pit and the snare. And the guy was living that life. He said the only thing you have to do is what do you say of the Lord? When you say of the Lord, you escape. And in Psalm 27, what did David do? What did he say of the Lord to escape? Psalm 27 verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my... What do you say of the Lord? David said me. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I? Oh. Fear. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I? Fear. He dealt with fear because if he can deal with the fear, all these things are... Coco, baby, finish. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. What do you see of the Lord? The Lord is my light. He is my strength. Of whom shall I be? Great. I told you it's fear. Fear is the main thing. It's a spirit. Next verse. Hmm. When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and they... Now he's dealing with these entities here. Though an host you and come against me, my heart shall not fear. I told you it's fear. Though war should rise against me, even in this will I be. Confident. <laughs> he said, when war rises against me, then my confidence will rise because the war came to put fear in you. But when you do the opposite, you win. Amen. But from today, some people, they have a dream. In the dream, they saw a cockroach. David said me when I have a dream and I see a cockroach my heart will not fear I'll be confident because that's the way to neutralize the fear you got bad news hey, you have a deadline to me hey, they, they, they are coming for me they are coming for my mind hey, no 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 my heart will not fear even in this will I be confident we should see your confidence when there's trouble 
We should see your confidence when you have an interview. You have an interview, say, hey, hey, I will lose you. All you have to say, do like David. The Lord is my light, my salvation. The Lord is my light, my salvation. You might not have to say, the Lord is my light, my salvation. He, the Lord is my light, my salvation. The Lord is my light, my salvation. Why? You are making God your habitation and you are escaping the forces on the earth and you win. Clap for Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I want to show you this one, then we pray. Oh, now, combine yourself. All these three things came into the world because of one thing called the curse. Say the curse. The curse. The truth of the matter is, okay, if we never prayed again, okay, and there was no curse, everybody's life will advance. I explain what I said. If there was no curse affecting anyone on the planet, and we didn't even pray, our lives would be very fast. We will make progress. But the reason for the trouble and the limitation is because of a curse. And everyone is affected by a curse, either directly or indirectly. I will explain to you in a moment, and you get it. Once you understand this mystery, you, you know what to do when you, when, you, when you step out and when you live this life. Are you sure you are with me? In the Bible, a curse is called a stumbling block. A curse. In the realm of the spirit, it's a stumbling block. The Bible said, go to Revelation 2 verse 14 for me. Can I get... Once I give you the picture, you don't forget. Can I get five people more? The two of stand here. Join your hands. Join your hands. Face me. Face me. No. Face me. Another two. Another two stand here. And another two. Join your hands exactly like this one. No. Like this. Stand behind them. Yeah, another two. Yes. All right. Now stand here. Just watch me. Face. Face you. Good. Can I get one more person? Don't forget this picture ever. Don't. Yes, please. God bless you. Yes, for your effort. Stand here for me. All right. Now get this in. Never forget it. I'm preaching five minutes and we start praying. Revelation 2 verse 14. This is God speaking. He said, But I have few things against thee, because thou hast... Has there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam? Who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block? Now when you study the Bible, what did Balaam do? Balak called Balaam that go and put a curse on them. But when the Bible is talking about curse, say that the curse was a stumbling block. So a curse is a stumbling block ahead of your life. Are you sure you are with me? If you go, we don't have the time to read. If you go to Numbers chapter 22, you realize that Balak, go to Numbers 22 verse 6. Start from verse 1. Please get this one. Get it. Get it. Get it clearly. 22 verse 1. And the children of Israel set forward. And they pitched in the plains of Moab on the side of Jordan by Jericho. And Balak the son of Zippor saw that all the Israel, saw all that Israel had done to Amorites. So Israelites are coming. They killed the Amorites. Balak is afraid that he will do the same thing to Moab. So instead of getting an army, he said, I won't go for an army. I know what to do. And what did he do? And Moab was so afraid of the people because they were many. And Moab was destroyed because of the children of Israel. Quick. And Moab said unto the elders of Midian, Now shall this company lick up all that is run about us, as the ox licked up the grass. And Balak, the son of Zippor, was king of the Moabites at that time. Quick. 
and he sent messengers unto Balaam, the son of Beer, to Petal, which is by the river of the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, there is a people come out from Egypt. Behold, they cover the face of the earth, and they abide over against me. Come now, therefore, I pray thee, and do what? Curse me, these people. Oh, prophet, Israel and more wants to fight. Go and buy ammunition or AK-47. The king invested money unto those who can curse. <laughs> the king, instead of doing military strategy, said, I know, I know what to do. If somebody can curse them for me, I'll win. He said, for they are too mighty for me. Their adventure, I shall prevail. That we might smite them and that I may drive them out of the land. For I would that he whom that blessed is blessed and whom that you curse is cursed. He said, I have heard that you, Balaam, anyone you bless is blessed and the one you curse is cursed. So please, I don't want to fight. Come and curse them for me. The people are powerful, but come and curse them. And the Bible said that a curse is a stumbling block. So do you know what? Balaam said, Balak said, they are mighty, but if you curse them, they will become weak. The difference between a blessing and a curse is very simple. They are all two forms of empowerment. A blessing is an empowerment. A curse is an empowerment. But when you are blessed, you are empowered to succeed. When you are cursed, you are empowered to fail. <laughs> when you are blessed, you are empowered to succeed. When you are cursed, you are empowered to fail. So they are all forms of empowerment. So Balak was saying that Balak, come and empower them to fail. Now, these two guys are going to have a competition. There is gold at the back there. I put it there. Don't look around. I said I put it there by faith, believe. And the one who gets to the back gets the gold. And want to see who get the gold first. But before I do that, behind the scene, this guy is neutral. He's not cares or blessed. Not cares or blessed. But this guy is cursed. Understand what I say? We'll do three things. This guy is cursed, but this guy is not cursed or blessed. And they are going to start the journey. Don't forget, a curse is a stumbling block. So this guy is dealing with three forms of curses. It can be from the father's side, his own lifestyle, his environment, the barber or the person who did the hair. The curse can come to you. So he has three forms of curse. But this guy is not blessed, he's not cursed. What will happen? Now, when the guy is coming, Try and resist him and stop him, okay? And after some time, you let him go. When he gets there, you do the same thing. So, one, two, go for the goal. Go. Hold on, stand where you are. You see, in life, you can graduate the same day with somebody, but after two years, one will go further than the other. The problem is the case. the same day. You don't know the forces in front of people. We will open our shop in the market the same day. But somebody every, the customers are coming. Otherwise it's not going. No. You don't know the battles ahead of them. So while this guy has made progress, he's dealing with stumbling blocks. He has to overcome the head deals. But this guy he's not blessed or cursed but at least he's going go. Yes go. You try and go. this how many lives are many lives are that can you imagine that the guys you see the guy the way the guy is walking slowly he's not blessed or cursed 
So who won in life? The guy. Without the blessing, he even won because of the curse which delays people. Now come back. Come back. Go back. Hurry up quick now. Now, this guy, now he was not blessed or cursed, but now I'm going to bless him. I'm going to empower him to succeed. So you can go forward in life without blessing or curse. But when you are empowered, something happens. So this guy is still cursed. So you do the same thing. But now this guy came for a Tuesday morning and he has been empowered to succeed. This time you are not going to walk slowly. You have supernatural power. So you are going to run faster to the back. While this guy is still struggling. So one, two, go. Now, hold on. Hold on. You see, the guy was normal. So he gets normal money, you know. Now he's not struggling. He's okay to do. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, but he cannot buy a $1 million house. It's okay. It's okay. He cannot buy. No, no. He, he okay. The guy is not begging, but it's okay. But when a blessing comes upon a person, it grants them speed and favor. Marathas. In the name of Jesus, receive a blessing. Receive a blessing. So, this guy, by the power of a blessing, he gains speed. Now come back. What about the guy who is cursed? What can be done? The guy is starting with a curse. And he comes for a Tuesday prayer meeting. And now, he's receiving Mahogovosh. The prophet said that you are blessed. Receive the blessing. Receive the blessing. You are blessed. You are blessed. As the guy is blessed, being blessed, what is happening is that there is a God. The Bible says he can turn the curse into a blessing. Deuteronomy 25, 23 verse 5. So as the man of God says, you are blessed. So when you come to church and the man of God says, you are blessed. Don't watch. Don't watch like you ate Banku before coming. Say, I'm blessed. <laughs> Amen. I'm blessed. Mm. Mm. Hurry up and let's pray. I'm blessed. Mm. Mm. You are coming to pray with a curse. You will struggle. Be empowered to succeed. Then you gain momentum. You are blessed. You see, some people didn't still get what I'm saying. I said you are blessed. Oh, so you can shout this way. I see you. If you shouted this way every day, can you imagine how empowered you'll be? I said you are blessed. You see, now my voice went down, but their voice went up. But haven't you realized that any time we have to shout them more and beg them to shout? You are blessed. It's not in the shout, it's in the revelation. This people, I said you are blessed. This people, I said you are blessed. I said you are blessed. I shout 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 you are blessed. In the name of Jesus. So God said, Nevertheless, the Lord thy God will not hearken unto Balaam. What did Balaam do? The curse. But the Lord thy God turned the curse into a blessing. So this guy is there. Let's go back to normal. We are finished with your example. So just stand there. But when I say go, you go. But this guy has been struggling. Then he got, a, a, he got a blessing. Now, when the blessing came, the curse has been turned into what? A blessing. So all of you come behind here. The same tutu. Same tutu. Yes. 
and put your right hand on there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The guy was initially cursed. So there were obstacles to slow him down. But when the curse was turned into a blessing, now there was an energy which will propel him. All this became a force to give the speed. So the moment I say go, run like a rocket. You two, now you are neutral. Curse no normal. But the guy has been blessed. So right now, go. What happened? What happened? The guy who was cursed yesterday got momentum. Why? The curse was turned into a blessing. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I declare every curse around your life is turned into a blessing. I said every curse is turned into a blessing. Every curse, every curse is turned into a blessing. In the name of Jesus, the curse is turned into a blessing. Give me some volume. In the name of Jesus, I demand every marital curse is turned into a blessing. Financial curse turned into a blessing. Marital curse turned into a blessing. Business curse turned into a blessing. Family curse turned into a blessing. Generational curse turned into a blessing. The Abu Abalibas, lift up your voice. Begin to pray right now. Malabas, lepanga shadada, lift up. Maranda Behus, Ipanda Pass, Impalapa, Limpanga Sada, Ampadiata, Lipanga Pell, Clap and pray, Tender Curse into a blessing, Tender Curse into a blessing, Tender Curse into a blessing, Lipango, Lipanda Sada, Lipanda, Lipanda.
Thessalonians 2 verse 18. Then when you finish, you give me 1 Corinthians 16 verse 9. Jesus. I show you are praying. Yes. Now, I came to empower you so that as you step out of this place, you know what to do. Have you gotten to a place where you know that I know what to do. I can't fail. It's an empowerment. A wise man is strong and a man of knowledge increased in strength. Wherefore, you know Apostle Paul. That's right. Oh, you know Paul. Yes. He wrote several chapters of the Bible. New Testament, he wrote more than half, about 30. He worked miracles. You, I don't know if you have worked a miracle before. He saw Jesus face to face. I don't know if you have seen Jesus. You even struggled to read one chapter of the Bible a day. But that man called Paul, look at what he said. He said, we, we wanted to come to you. Even I, Paul. Once and again, but Satan hindered us. <laughs> Satan hindered us. Come. This is your marriage. This is your miracle. And I can hear your miracle saying, Stand there. Your miracle is talking. No, no, you, I'm your miracle, so that I can talk. Your money, this is your money. You're praying God for encounter breakthrough. But I'm your money, I'm talking to you. I wanted to come to you, but as I try, Satan, and I get a Satan. <laughs> Stand here for me. Zebe. <laughs> I hear the name is Zebe because the tongue says Zebe. Zebe de Zebe de Zebe de Zebe de Can you say one for her? Zebe de Careful, Zebe The guy is calling for breakthrough. But breakthrough is saying, Zebe, I wanted to come to you in January or July. But Satan hindered me. Zebe, I wanted to come to you. Marriage is saying, I wanted to come to you. The prophet said, I wanted to come to you, but Satan. I wanted to come to you. The money wanted to come to you. I wanted to come to you, but Satan hindered us. What if you find a way to remove Satan? Then that breakthrough will come to you. That money will come to you. That favor will come to you. In the name of Jesus. We are going to pray. Understand, once we start the prayer, it can be 10 minutes or 15 minutes or 35, I don't know. Make sure you deal with the hindrance. That's right. Still stand there. Can I get one more person now? Quick, quick. For a great door and an effectual door. This is a door, your door. Initially, it was closed. So you can pray for open doors and the door is open. He said, for a great door and an effectual door has been opened unto me. Although the door is open, there are many adversaries. So an open door is not your miracle yet. Till you have dealt with the adversaries, you don't get your miracle. That's right. So some people have prayed. They got an open door. Like the man said, I got, they sent 7.2 million, but I don't have it. It is an open door. For somebody to believe you to send 7.5 million, it's an open door. But adversaries. So an open door has come. Oh, wow. An open door has come. 
But there are many adversaries. If I had time, I would show you many adversaries around. So the door is open. But adversaries said, no way. No way. So your miracle is just waiting for you to pick it. Delivery ready, but no way. Adversaries. Don't forget, I told you, Satan is the one who hinders you, and he's called the adversary. Are you ready to deal with the adversary? Yes. Go back. Lift up your right hand. Jesus. Listen to me. Something is opening over your life. Amen. Something mighty is happening over your life. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Every satanic hindrance. Every satanic hindrance. Satanic limitation. Satanic limitation. Over my life. Over my life. By the force. By the force of heaven. Of heaven. I crush them. I crush them. I crush them. The Lord. The Lord. Rebuke you. Rebuke you. Oh Satan. Oh Satan. Say the Lord. The Lord. Rebuke you. Oh Satan. In the name of Jesus. Right now. Any adversaries. Around my open door. Marital door. Financial door. Business door. Ministry door. Testimony door. Miracle door. I crush you now. I crush you now. As I clap and I pray. It's happening. Go ahead. Thank you for joining us on Power for Your Living podcast. You can contact Prophet Daniela Martin on www.danielamartin.net or call the toll-free number 1-844-314-7337 or call plus 233-240-799910 or email amoatt at hotmail.com. If you were blessed by this message, you can prayerfully consider partnering with this ministry by giving your offering on www.danielamwating.net or cash up, dollar sign, power of worship, one, or PayPal, info at danielamwating.net or MTN mobile money, 055-0000881. Thank you. You can worship with Prophet Daniela Mwating at Power of Worship International Ministries, Spinktest Road, Accra, Ghana, or any of his international branches across the world. Visit us on our social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Clubhouse, at Daniel Amwating, or Power of Worship International on Facebook. Thank you.